And oh, we everywhere, baby. Go with the plug. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We in the building. We in the building. Welcome to Triad Hip Hop Podcast. This is your man, Kurt, and this is Howie. The one and only Howie. That's right. <laughs> well, not the one and only. No, no other Howie's around here. Yeah. <laughs> All y'all Howie's got the. Yeah. Not in this building. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let the real Howie stand up. There you go, my man, Supreme Rock. Supreme, Rob. my man. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you, brother. Checking us out. Yeah, and, and you know what, man? That was really a good interview that we did with him. Yeah, man. yeah. I really hope, interview, man. I really like to him to go back to the show. I mean, we really got in depth, you know, with some of the things that was going on in the oh, Kentucky yeah. world. So, oh, yeah. shout out. Oh, I want to shout out Germ uh, Hatchet. Yeah, Germ Hatchet. Excuse me. Um, he's got new out a uh, new uh, song out. Courtesy yeah. um, of you know T Lynn sharing it with us. We want to try to build that brand. And also, we want to uh, take time out to like uh, notice if we, if we got any, y'all have any new art or new artists coming up, please allow them to come to the show. We would love to interview them so we can get, you know, some local talent come, coming around. Um, I, I was actually went to the gym the other day. Okay. I, shout out to Whitney. She know who she is. She was telling me that really, like, you know, the radio stations around here, I ain't gonna name no names. <laughs> <coughs> Don't really recognize the local talent anymore. Of course anymore. not. Of course so, not. hey, we want to be a platform for y'all to come on and actually to, you know, actually talk about, you know, local talent. So, anyway, just hit us up, email us, um, which is the real triad hip hop podcast.com. I know that's very long. Gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. G- Did I say hotmail? You said dot com. Oh, know. dang. <laughs> dang. It was a hot. Who the fuck is a hotmail? Excite. <laughs> God hey, damn. Hold on now. I still got an old hotmail email. Me too. So <laughs> I still use that joint, but uh, no, I is. just had it since like high school, so yeah. I ain't never let it go. Yeah, I used to have, remember the site joint, the site out the yeah. and that back the internet was fun. Uh-huh. Now I was just like, yeah, we got a money your ass. Yeah, man. Yeah, but anyway, uh, just come and you know email us, hit us up, check us out, man, because we we really like to have y'all on the platform. Definitely. Definitely. And you know to you know to tell y'all side of the story and what's going on. But anyway, how was your week? My week was good, man. Can't complain. You know. Um, it went by kind of slow, you know, it was one of those weeks, but, um, I'm glad we're here, you know, another day off to, yep. you know, do something fun. Um, oh, I see we got, uh, Dominic in the building. Oh, Dominic in the so. building. Let me hit the, hit the, hit the joint, hit the joint. <laughs> you get in, we you sitting in there, sit down on, fuck up the furniture, and I just play <laughs> 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 but we gotta have Supreme Rob back on. Plus, we gotta get um, Dota Dawn uh, on the show. Definitely, as well. definitely, definitely. So you know that interview we did with Supreme was really good. Um, but yeah, my, my like I said, my week was good. Just another uh, work week, you know. Um, just just right now, not really working on any special projects other than the uh, podcast right now. So, how about yours? How was your week? It was pretty good. Um, you know, I told you that I went to a funeral uh, Friday. Uh, I had an uncle of mine uh, that passed away. We'll, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But other than that, it's been pretty good, um, pretty productive. Um, just, you know, taking my one little summer class, getting work done on it, and 
Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Trying to make moves, man. I got, you know what I'm saying? We got to, we got, I got to do better. We as, you know, people, you know what I'm saying? You know, black people, we got to do better. And I'm really pointing at myself. Yeah. Uh, I've been loving and enjoying the uh, Kwame Brown stuff, man. Like, oh, yeah. Getting in their <laughs> ass. Yeah, man. But his mama's cooking. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, man. He's been going in on himself. Good for him, man. You know, he, he got to speak up for himself. Yeah, man. So, um, but yeah, again, this is uh, episode 166. 166. So we appreciate y'all checking us out uh, once again. Um, and, uh, you know, we're not going to keep y'all, but we got a few things we want to talk about. Yes, we uh, do. That, that are very important. Yes, we do. Um, yes, but before we go too far, unfortunately, we got to talk about some people who have passed away. Um, there was a young female rapper coming up out of Ohio, uh, named Boog the Bandit. And, um, she was only like 26, I think. And, Mm -hmm. um, she was riding around in the car one night with a friend of hers and some people approached, I guess they're trying to rob him or something and just kind of lit the car up, man, shot him up, you know? So rest in peace to her, man. She was just getting her hip hop career going, said she had just got baptized, you know what I mean? Oh, you man. know, I mean, so, you know, she was trying to do the right thing in her life. She was, you know, all about God or whatever. Uh, you know, whatever you believe in, that's your thing. But, you know, and I'm not trying to say her religion was the right religion. I'm just saying at least she was on a good path. Yeah. She was doing what she felt was right and trying to get God in her life. So, you know, I really find that so uh, messed up that she had to get taken out at such a young age. So. Yeah. She actually looked younger than 26. I, when I saw her pictures, I thought she was like maybe 18, 19 or something. Yeah, I seen, like I said, I, I caught the story. I didn't hear too much about it, but I caught w- Willie D has shared right. it. Right. Um, you know, the no more, you know, the no more talk or the way he does his right. style. Um, but yeah, he, he has shared it and kind of talked about it and everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's really unfortunate, man. Like it's, yeah. hey, man. I mean, it used to be like when you was a rapper, you you know, you could rap. But now it's like, damn, it's damn near like a hazardous job. Like you right. motherfucking need hazard to right. pay you some shit, man. Right. It's getting crazy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, Being a rapper, it's crazy, man. And I mean, I saw the Willie D joint. That made me kind of research the story a little bit further. So I went and googled a little more and see what other stuff I could find out. And I mean, I did find like her. Um, social media page and it had some of her videos and I think I found some of her stuff on YouTube and she was pretty talented man I have to admit so she would have probably been you know pretty big in the industry after a while man so it is what it is man but you know our condolences and also uh you said you wanted to send some condolences as well yeah I want to send some condolences to uh my uncle I, I affectionately call him cousin uncle Henry uh he had passed away um Thursday and um Today is my sister's birthday. She would have been 36 today, so I definitely want to wish a heavenly happy birthday. That's pumpkin, right? Muffin. Muffin. I'm sorry. Pumpkin. I said pumpkin. What? My bad. Pumpkin. (laughs) My bad. No, it's all good. Happy birthday, Muffin. Yeah, (laughs) my bad. (laughs) Pumpkin. (laughs) All these nicknames start to sound the same to me after a while. Oh, well. But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, happy heavenly birthday to her, man. And uh, you, you said you... Uh, uh, oh, your family. Uh, yeah, we had a um, distant family member uh, pass away. A great uncle uh, from out at the coast, and you know, um, on on uh, my stepdaughter's side of the family. So she's uh, going to you know uh, visit them and, and attend the funeral. So you know, definitely want to send condolences out for that. 
But um, if anybody, you know, you lost somebody recently, you know, keep them in your prayers and, you know, try to learn something from them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but let's give everybody a moment of silence and uh, pay our respects. All righty. Thank y'all so much for doing that for us yeah, uh, yeah, and with yeah, us. Yeah. So, um, you know, I didn't really have a question of the day. Did you have one? If not, we can kind of come up with something on the spot right now. All right. No, no, let, me, let, me, let me flip it, flip it, flip it, flip it. All right. Well, since we're going on, we're talking about the Kwame Brown situation. Um, would it have any other effect if it was another, let's say, Maybe a white busted athlete coming oh, out saying okay. anything. But, you know what I'm saying? They're, they haven't been picked on neither. But right, if right. there was a white busted athlete that actually came out and actually said that they was picking on, like, yeah, that guy's trash. Like, would he have the same effect as Kwame Brown? I, in a couple of ways, I would have to say no. Um, now, that's just me. Um, and I think that, you know, that's just a lot of white people, they take things a little bit different, you know what I mean? So he may not have reacted the same way that Kwame Brown did, um, you know, and, and a lot of them are good for keeping things to themselves and just, you know, feeling like they don't have the right to say anything, you know what I mean? So we're a little more vocal as black people about, you know, okay, I'm getting tired of it now. It's got to be you know, nipped in the butt, you know, so I don't know. And then as far as reactions, I think that if a white person did speak up, I think that, you know, it would have been respectful, you know what I mean? And respected. Um, I just don't know if they would have spoke up, but I think it would have been respected just the same. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I, I'll probably go along with you. I think that, the, I think it would be highlighted, but yeah, I don't think it, I don't think, with the way Kwame is doing it, at the at the at the press, uh, how he's doing it, and the gravity that he's doing it, I don't think it would be as nearly as effective. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, I I would say like if they if they did that to white athletes, like oh you know this guy was Christian Lakner is trash, or this guy was trash, you know what I'm saying? If they came out and said that, and I'm I'm just using these for example, folks. I don't want y'all to be like, well, here's a little trip. No, that's right. not what I'm saying. Right. But um, anyway, the thing of it is, is like if if they was if they was on you know that type of platform, if it, let's say it like this, if a white if a white guy out of high school came to the NBA and they. First of all, he would they would make sure he wasn't trash. Right. They would build that up. Let's just get that let's just get that out the way. <clears throat> but let's let's say they didn't do that. Let's say look, we got to, you know, we got to stomp him down because we don't want people coming out of high school going straight to NBA. Right. Because that's one thing that Conway Brown actually talked about. So let's say that happened. Let's say they, you know, like they suppress him, you know, yeah, Stephen A. Smith talking about, "Oh, he's a bum this that and the third. Right. I still don't think it would be as effective as what Kwame Brown is. I mean, and because the thing, I think the thing of it is, no matter, I don't think no matter what color or creed you are, 
he's 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 kind of relatable. Yeah. People understand where he's coming from. Absolutely. People see like, okay, you know, I bought my mom a crib. You know, a lot of you know want people want to do that. I mean, and really for black people, that's a sign of success right there for black people. Mm-hmm. But like people buying their mama's crib, they did it. You know what I'm saying? I made it. You know. Um, but the thing of it is, I I I don't think you know with those with those type of things and those attributes of Kwame Brown. And I'm not saying that, you know, a white man wouldn't be able to do that neither. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he would, uh, you know, I just don't think it'd be near as effective because, you know, but I think, and then on top of that too, I think, you know, some people would be like, hold on, hold on. You know, I think it would be quelled very quickly too because I think they'll, both both parties would come in and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know, da da da. We just had a misunderstanding," and they'll go on about their ways. Yeah, but that's that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree though. Definitely agree. So yeah, I mean, let us know what y'all think in the comments. You know about Kwame Brown situation and whether or not you know it would be the same played out if it was a white person and this and that. That's just our question of the day. Just you know, just to start a conversation. Yep. Yep. Um. So, uh, we got some birthdays I want to go ahead and give some shout-outs yep, to. Yep, yep. So, let's go ahead and do that real quick. So, today, my man, the lyrical lexicon, Keith Murray. oh His birthday is today. Oh, beautifulest thing in this world, just, just like, like that. that. I get in ya. That's my dude right yeah. there. So, got to love Keith Murray, man. He's still doing it. He still looks pretty young, too, man. He, don't, he hasn't aged hardly that much. Um, also, coming up tomorrow... We got Remy Ma. Happy birthday to her. Uh, she's right. one of my favorite rappers. All right. I really wish she would do more uh, music, but, yeah, you know, yeah. she's she doing her thing still. Uh, also coming up tomorrow, rest in peace. Big L, Big rest in peace. L, rest in peace. Yes. Got to remember him, man. So definitely going to um, try to uh, show some love to him this week. Also coming up tomorrow, another icon in hip-hop, Jimmy Spicer. Rest in peace. Rest yep, in peace yep, to him yep, as well. Yep. So, you know, both of them are very pivotal in hip-hop. Bubble Bunch. Rock yes, into sir. the beat. Mm-hmm. And then one more for tomorrow, my man CeeLo Green. Uh-oh. Who is also pivotal in hip-hop. Yeah. You know, he's helped to bridge that gap. He's done a lot of crossover, but also hardcore stuff as Dang, well. All so. that Gemini energy over Right. There. All that Gemini energy. <laughs> yes, sir. Coming up on the 31st, happy birthday goes out to Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka! <laughs> Waka Flocka Flames. Uh, uh. And uh, also the legend himself, DMC, DMC. a.k.a. Daryl McDaniels. Uh-oh. You know, who we had the privilege to uh, interview yeah. uh, at, at Comic-Con. You know, it was a great interview as well. The son of Daniels and not McDonald's. These rhymes are Daryl's. The, the brothers are Ronald's. Ronald's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't forget that. Uh-uh. Coming up on June 2nd, we got my man Skills, Skills. from out of uh, VA. Well, I think he was actually born somewhere else, but he was raised in VA. He was born, I can't remember, but it wasn't Virginia. It was some other state, like maybe uh, well, uh, maybe Maryland or something. Yeah, something like that, Maryland. Yeah. But, um, Maryland. but he represents VA to the fullest because that's where he really lived. But anyway, uh, also coming up on June 2nd, my man B-Real from Cypress Hill. 
Time for the action. It's a fraction of fiction. Y'all got the clearance to run the interference. Swing in the satellite. Shot of the satellite. Swing out the gap. And I know that I got you right. <laughs> yes, sir. You just kill me. Man. I think, I think that's still my favorite song from them to this day. Oh, man. To this day. To this day. <laughs> Cypress. Yeah, man. And then also coming up on June 3rd, my man Dave East. Dave East. Yeah, man. He's uh, coming up pretty strong in hip-hop, man. You know, he, he's getting a lot of respect in the hip-hop game, man. Uh, he was signed by Nas, you know, so that was a smart move by Nas, man, because uh, he'll forever be remembered for that. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's it for my birthday, so let's give them uh, some skibbity Yeah, the skibbity clubs. In the, in, the, in the essence of Tony Baker. Skibbity clap, skibbity clap. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I got to you know they the audience get a little crazy, little right? Crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. So um, we I gotta get some new music out there. We got a few new projects coming out. My man Lloyd Banks is making a return to hip hop. He's got a new album called The Course of the Inevitable. I think I seen something about yeah. that. Did he, there there were some projects, some people he had on, didn't he? I can't remember, but I just saw that he announced it. And um, I think he put a picture up of the what the cover would look like, I think, if I remember correctly. But um, I didn't see any too much about what the songs would be like. But, you know, it's Lloyd Banks, so I'm still looking forward to that. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be sometime in June. He didn't really say, as far as I know. But, um, you know, shout out to Lloyd Banks for doing that after saying that he was going to retire and all of that good stuff. Nah, um, been, you better not retire, man. We I need, know, right? We re, you know, even though as much as, you know, God bless the dead, DMX, you know, said, you know, like, who Lloyd Banks? But, <laughs> Lloyd Banks. but we need, we, yeah, but because of that reason, we need you. Right. We need the real, I'm for real, man, because we, we got a lot of culture vultures coming here trying to screw, you know, screw Absolutely. shit up. Absolutely. We need you, man. We yep. need you. Yep. And also, my man Sky Zoo got a new album coming out called All the Brilliant Things. Okay. Uh, that's coming out on June 11th. Now, Sky Zoo is very dope. He came up through, like, um, Duck Down and all of that. Okay. And, um, so, you Duck know, down. anybody to come through Duck Down, you got to be a good lyricist. You know what I mean? So, yes, he did a lot of uh, stuff with Duck Down. So, anyway, um, that's going to be dope. I'm looking forward to that. Also, uh, the super group. The Horsemen, which they don't write it out as the Horsemen, they just write it out as H R S M N, just the uh, consonants there. Um, they did a uh, album back in like two thousand and three, and it was a super group made of uh, Rascast, Corrupt, uh, who else? Cannabis, Cannabis, and um, Killer Priest. Killer Priest, yeah. So um, they were like the first slaughterhouse, basically, and uh, and as far as I know, anyway. Damn, I um, probably were Eminem got the idea. Right, <laughs> right. I God wouldn't even doubt it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta bite everything I do, you know what I'm saying? Don't want me to shine. I'm sorry. Don't I don't get to do my cannabis impression all the time. So I have to... You gotta you know, do it something. I gotta you throw know. it in there. The world don't wanna know. You know what I mean? Kick you when you're growing. <laughs> Snap the chat from your arm. Make you get on the horn call. Then it's the Farrakhan. Your first, your fourth, second, and third ball. <laughs> Nah, he started it. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, cannabis sorry. is that dude. Oh, sorry. When it comes to bars, cannabis is yeah, that cannabis dude. Yeah, cannabis is crazy. Um, man. If y'all remember, I shared something on our Facebook page with him and uh, Cambada that was really dope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, about yeah. a month or two ago. But anyway, um, 
So the Horseman is doing a new album called The Last Ride. I'm, I'm assuming this is probably going to be their last uh, album together. But they make a dope team, and they've always done really good songs. I'm going to probably share some of their old songs on like the Facebook page so y'all can check them out. Um, and then we also got to talk about DMX and the Exodus album. Um, you know, because that just dropped on Friday, which was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And so it's making the rounds, and let's give them all a, a round of applause, you know, and uh, uh, congratulate everybody on their new works and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm trying to, let me see, because what I'm trying to do, I'm going to try to bring up the track list. What I might do, I'll just put it on here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I thought the album overall... Uh, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, and I'm not trying to say this to shit on it or nothing like that. I don't. It was a groundbreaking no, but it was a decent album to listen to. It. I mean, it got some plays. Let me see if I can. I um. I have to admit, I thought it was very dope. I didn't. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be the album of the year. Oh no, 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 no. But I do think it's good enough to be considered a classic. I do think that. I think it's good enough to be considered a great body of work. And um, I did listen to it uh, earlier. I'm trying to pull up the list so I can go through some of the songs here. But uh, and that's gonna be our basically our first topic of the day. We're going to talk about DMX's album, just to kind of give him some uh, respect here. Put some respect on his name. Respect on my name. So, so um, the first track, That's My Dog. That's My Dog. The Lock, Locks, Locks and Swiss mm-hmm. Beats. I thought that was a fair track. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. It was classic DMX, classic LOX. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It sounded like one of the beats yeah. that normally raps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, that, that really kind of put me back in the mind of... You know, like the 2000, like, well, yeah, the 2000 era, you know, 90, 98, 90, well, yeah, 99, 2000, you know, yeah. that era. And, yeah, man, I mean, solid song. I ain't got no problem with it. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that Very worked. solid. Um, all the bars and verses were really good. You know what I mean? I liked it. So, it was a good way to start off the album. Um, there was one called Dogs Out with Lil Wayne, uh, also with Swiss Beats. Uh, that one I thought was pretty decent. Um, you know, it. it oh, we, know. oh, we. I thought we were going down the. Oh, the this whole is just, I'm just going through the uh, order. That oh, I my bad. To. Yeah, you tell me the order because I don't. I didn't listen to the official album, okay. so I don't know what. So the bad sauce was the second song. Okay, okay, with yeah. Nas and Hove. Yeah, yeah, that was dope, man. That that um that's one of my favorites um because I love the beat and I I like all of the verses on it. DMX's verse was dope. Nas. Hove, you know, I, I do think Nas might have had the best verse. Yeah, I think Nas had the best verse on it. That's just me personally. Um, Jay, Jay is all right. Don't get me wrong, but it, it, Jay is kind of repetitive to me. It's like it's the same shit. Yeah. I got money, this, that, and the third. It's like sometimes, like, money's cool, and but, you know, like on this joint, like a name, a something called Bath Salts, right. you kind of really want to, you know, like, get fucking crazy. Right. Bath salts. <laughs> fucking bath salts. Right. Like, that <laughs> crazy ass shit. So, like, Nas, and so that's what I'm saying. I think Nas on that one kind of tried to take it there. Like, he started saying shit, yeah, I'm an alien and right. all this stuff. Like, this crazy right. type yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's, that's my own. I'm not saying it's not a bad track. I'm yeah. just saying, like, as far as, like, you know, 
something like bath salts. Yeah. Last thing you're thinking about is money, because you people not. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this is about like something like I'm crazy. Yeah, let's spaz out real quick. Yeah, a little know? bit. So and uh, I, I agree. You know, Nas did that more so than Hov did. I thought Hov's verse was good, but it, it yeah, it didn't really match the tone of the song as much. That's just and that's just my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, well, you know, fuck my opinion because really, <laughs> Jay Jay's paid either yeah, way. He's he, gonna, he's gonna be paid anyway. But, yeah, you know, I got the money anyway, nigga. That's why you get to make a review. It's right. my horrible JC bro. <laughs> I saw um I saw a video where Hove was talking about X and he said it was a show that they did together. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Hove was like maybe the headliner and DMX went on right before him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yeah, so you know, when he came out, you know what I mean, he started off with one of his, you know, dope tracks. I don't remember which track it was, but he was like, Yeah, all the guys in the crowd was Amp, you know what I mean? Because he started going, you know, he's like, you know, normally when you hear that, people just lose their fucking mind. And then he was like, after he did a couple songs, then he pulled the shirt off. He was like, then the ladies started losing their fucking mind. And then he was like, at the end of the song, I mean, at the end of his performance, he did a prayer. So everybody lost their fucking minds. It was all religious and whatnot. And, they, you know, they have respect for that. And he was like, damn, how the fuck do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> That was the first time I ever heard a whole bunch of shit. You know, because I mean, Hove ain't never been the take off your shirt guy. He ain't never been the prayer guy. You know what I mean? Nah, nah, nah. He got a catalog, but you know, he don't have those little nuances like the girl that's going to get people hyped. All I just had to do was just go, and everybody's like, yes. Jay don't don't really, and and I'm not. I'm not saying this to knock him. I'm just saying Jay don't um, really um, attribute or shine on alpha male tendencies. Yeah. That's why X is the way he was. Yeah. That's why he kind of had to get rid of him. Because <laughs> he's like, this nigga going to take all my shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because I think it was an interview... Um, I forgot the lady. I forgot the lady who was talking, but she was saying like, "You gotta understand, this wasn't Jay Z with Beyonce and all this stuff." Right, right. Oh, nah. This was this was this was Jay Z that just got out of like, you know, what I'm saying was in Def Jam and yeah. like he was he was on he was climbing. Yeah, you know, still. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, he kind of had to get rid of the competition. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it is. What yeah, it is. I thought that was very interesting though. But yeah, man. So, um, but the album was very solid. Uh, I really liked the Bath Salt song. Cause now I will say this: some of y'all might remember this, but the Bath Salt song is an older song that Swiss Beats did, um, and he kind of just redid it. This was a song he had when he did his little battle with Timbaland online, like yeah, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. It was like maybe twenty eighteen or something like that. He played that Bath Salt. It was that same beat. Um, Nas was on it. But I think the only yeah, I do was, remember that. Right. Yeah. Nas's verse was different, and mm-hmm. then I think Hove, I think, was on it, and also Busta Rhymes might have been on. Yeah, it. I think I do remember that. So yeah, yeah, but all the verses were just different, and I ain't oh. lie. Um, I think Nas's verse was even better on the old version, but I think he used the verse on another song. Okay. And so because the song never came out, and so he wound up using it on another song, but um. I, I think it was a solid song still. Yeah, I, if, if if 
Swiss was, I mean, I ain't going to say he's not dumb, but it'd be kind of crazy if he actually get ahead of that and have, like, the remix app with mm-hmm. Busta on. Right, but Busta right. been hit, you know, from last year, man. Yeah. I mean, he's still kind of, you know, relevant. But uh, let's go to the dogs out with uh, with Wheezy. Yeah. Uh, Wheezy, uh, no, wait a minute. Wheezy on that? No. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Dogs out was, um, no, that was him and, uh, I think that was the one with Lil Wayne, I think. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I'm they don't, they don't, uh, they got, hold on. They, they, whoever do this list, they done fucked up. Hold on. <laughs> we trying to get the list right. Yeah, Dogs out was the one I was talking about with Lil Wayne. Here we go. Yeah. So yeah, that. Let me, um, yeah, let me do this. Song. That was a good one. Um, I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but it was good. You know, uh, I think Lil Wayne did his thing on that. He did. And I'm not a Wayne fan. Yeah. I think he did his thing on that. That was yeah. pretty dope. He definitely did. Um, it was it was a dope track, and um, I think Swiss Beats did that one too. So you know, Swiss Beats is gonna be all over this album because I mean, yeah, he was a big part of X's come up. You know what I mean? So um. You know, it was a, it was. A, I know they said it was a few times when X didn't really like some of Swiss's uh, beats, but after a while he realized, okay, I was sleeping on this dude, so I'm gonna have to give him more, more chance. Yeah, you know the beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 give me the, give me the primo shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let a nigga rap. Let a nigga rap. But then you know, uh, you know people like it. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. You know, you know. Oh, so the next one was Money, Money, Money with Money Back, yo. Um, okay. I'm not too familiar with, with that guy. I don't know if he's a coming up artist or yeah. or anything like that. I I thought it was okay. Yeah. Man, um, that was a good one. I think I, I remember liking the beat to that more so than anything. Um, the rhymes was good, but it was more so I think I liked the beat to that one a little bit more. Uh, it had just a real good head nod beat to it. Um, and I was like, okay, this is dope. This yeah. Is dope. So yeah, but I mean, Moneybags uh, verse was pretty good, but it, you know, he he has a different style from uh, X, so you know that was more so just you know just for the hell of it, let's throw Moneybag on here, you know, mm-hmm. to me anyway, just an opinion. Um, and thanks to everybody who's checking us out on Instagram. Yep, yep. We really appreciate, appreciate you. y'all. Appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate anybody on Facebook. Yep. We got YouTube yeah, going we got as well, YouTube. so we appreciate that. And uh, we're gonna got be. You. <laughs> we got Spotify going too. Yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you, you gonna be <laughs> disrespectful. Well, I know, right? But uh, but yeah, the song with Money Bag, yo, Money, 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 or whatever, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, but it, yeah. well, it wasn't one of my favorites or anything like that. But it was good. Uh, the hold me down with uh, Alicia Keys. That one was one of my favorites beat wise. Um, I remember when the beat first started, I was like, yo, this beat is knocking. And um, so that was another one where I really liked the beat, um, you know. And I mean, you know, I'm glad Alicia got on there. I'm sure Swiss had a part. They did Alicia dirty on this shit because you mean? know why? You can hear that she can't sing. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I was more so. You can hear that she cannot. Sing. I was so into I'm not, the beat. And don't get me wrong, I'm not taking away from Alicia because right. one thing is. And particularly in the business, you 
and it's proven. You don't have to fucking sing to be an artist. Yeah. I think she, Alicia's a great artist. Yeah. She's just not a, and I think uh, Aretha Franklin, before she died, she pretty much announced that, like, yeah, she she's a great performer. She didn't say that she was great vocally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, the way they had that last track, it was very, she was very airy. Oh, Like, okay. she ran out of, okay. yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it because I remember but, the beat just kind of took over yeah. me, so. But, I mean, nah, I mean, the beat was, yeah, the beat was, you know, it was nice. But, um, yeah, I mean, and that's not, the, again, that's not the slight Alicia Keys. I love Alicia Keys as far as, like, you know, the following joint, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's slamming, you know, all that stuff and the girl on fire joint. Right. I rock with Alicia, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have no problem with Alicia. I don't want no smoke. Right. I don't want no smoke. Right. You hear me, Swiss? I ain't want no smoke. <laughs> but y'all set it up wrong, and that's just my humble opinion. I'm gonna go back and listen to it because I'm like I said, I did hear it, but I didn't really catch that much. Um, so, and I was trying to kind of rush into it because yeah. you know we I knew we were gonna talk about it on the show today. So, but anyway, um, what's the uh, what's the next skyscrapers track? with Bono, the rock star? That, um, was, that was nice too. Uh-huh. That was really interesting, yeah. and it actually worked. Yeah. I, I kind of liked it. It kind of had like a, um, like the poppy, you know, stuff that you know yeah. that you have now. You got the rappers that rap. Um, I mean, I think it was. I don't know why he picked Bono. Yeah, um, me but I mean, well, it might have been for like a look. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I enjoyed the track. Um, YouTube, you know, YouTube, I mean, they they was all right. A lot of people were crazy about them back in the day. I'm not going to say I was a super, super fan. Yeah. They had a couple, you know, they had a couple joints. I'm like, like, all right, all right, all right. But, you know what I'm saying? Not no, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, not not no Kirk Cobain shit, those <laughs> niggas in Rocky, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it wasn't like that. But, right. I mean, you know, they, you know. I, yeah, it was I, cool. I respect, yeah, I, I, I respect YouTube and it all was that. Cool. You know, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought the beat was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was. I remember thinking, I was like, I wonder what made them choose Bono. But you know, it, it's. I think it still worked out. You know what I mean? So, I think the voice, because Bono's got a kind of a, he's got like a mellow out voice and yeah. kind of. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it'd be it's definitely better if he did that and didn't like Bruce Spring Springsteen. Then I had to talk about two niggas that can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's all good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I do think overall the album is worth getting, and I'm going to get a copy of it myself, um, whether I've already heard it or not. I think it's just well worth um, just being supportive of, of of good artistry. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So what's the next song? Okay, there? so we got the skit with Cross Rapper Ice Pick and Infrared, which I thought that was all right. Yeah, uh, leading up into the Hood Blues. Benny the Butcher, yeah. Conway the Machine, Westside Gun. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Let me t- actually, I'm gonna tell you, I think that's my favorite song on the album. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that because of, I'm not saying that because of a you know Griselda and all that stuff yeah. riding the train. I think it's my favorite. And the thing of it is, I they to me, God, I hate X is dead because they are a fucking perfect team on this. Oh show. yeah, yeah. They was a yeah. perfect team on this. It got better as the song. Yeah, went on. like they were getting better. And like better. it was almost like they was Locks two point mm-hmm. and they just and not and not to you know disrespect the Locks. I'm just saying like they if if they if the Locks did this song, 
and it wasn't them. But if you know what I'm saying, and they did the first song interchangeably, they could have they could have done it. That's just my opinion. And um, like I said, man, that 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 one was probably like my you know my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really dope too. Um, and I, I ain't gonna lie, because of who X is, I'm so used to him rapping on faster stuff. It was more of a Griselda slow groove type beat. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, how's this gonna work? Is DMX gonna sound good on this? But when he came in and just it was it was right. It was perfect. Yeah. It, it, you know man. what I mean? It just came. It came through like like it was just normal for him. You know what I mean? So that was uh, that and the Bath Souls joint. I think are my two favorite songs. Um, but yeah, that that was a really solid one. Uh, who was it that went for? I think it was. Um, um, Westside, uh, Westside Gun. I think Westside Gun went first. Yeah, Benny went second. Then Benny Butcher, then Con- Conway, Conway, then X. Then X. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I, I really think like if X was still around, man, he definitely would have worked with those guys again. I hope. Yeah. Well, maybe we will hear some more. Maybe he did work with them. So maybe we'll help get some more music from them. Yeah. Together. Yeah. But I yeah, them working together was mm-hmm. yeah that was phenomenal. You know, Buffalo and Y.O., you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you can tell that this was actually recorded in real time with them because he actually mentioned them in his verse. So it wasn't like they just took an old DMX verse and just put it with some Griselda. So, you know, I thought that was dope. Um, But, yeah, so that that was one of my favorites, too. The beat was dope. It was straight, like, that gritty Griselda beat. Yeah. I don't know who produced that, though. I think it probably... To me, it sounded like it would probably it, it definitely wasn't Swiss. It might have right. been one of uh, Griselda's producers. I I forgot probably. his name, but he kind of got like that alchemist type, you yeah. know, uh, feel. But yeah, I think it might. I I think it probably they produced it, and I can't think of his names. Don't yeah. No disrespect to Griselda. So what else? What's next? Okay, so we got to take control with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I thought that one was pretty cool. I mean, good. you know, with the for the ladies, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That was, that it was. was pretty cool. That one came out. You know, it's not you. You want more hardcore stuff from X, but it, it really worked out well. Him and Snoop. Um, I mean, it wasn't like super religious or anything like that. It just you know it was a little more mellow of a groove song, but they still rap pretty hard on it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so it was really was dope. Good. Yeah, yeah. That was dope. I like that one. Um, you know, and I, I don't know if that was, I wonder if that was like, uh, you know, recorded with them together because I know, you know, after the verses, uh, they said that DMX recorded a lot of his album in Snoop's uh, studio. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't right know after that. the verses, he oh. got kind of into it. Yeah. He was like, yo, let me just go in here and get in there. <laughs> All right, dog. You know, I can't do a Snoop Dogg. But... Hey, dog, do what you got to <laughs> do. Yeah, what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> that Snoop Dogg laid back, you know. Yeah. I, don't, I think the only time I really heard Snoop get real rowdy was on the on the stage when he was like, y'all don't love Death Row? Y'all don't love Dr. Dre? <laughs> Death oh, Row. Motherfucking these Colts. <laughs> we know who y'all is. <laughs> That's the only time I really heard Snoop really get loud. You know what I mean? But anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, that's a good one, uh, uh, you know, with Snoop Dogg. And then so, uh, the next one, Walking in the Rain. With, yeah, uh, with Nas. And D- if I'm saying it, Denon. Denon? Denon, I thought. Uh, yeah, and Exodus Simmons, which I guess that's his son. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I thought that one was pretty good. Um Nas does his job on there. It's like again, it's a mellow mm-hmm. type. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
It's, you know, straight up. Nas, Nas did a great job on his verse on that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a good song. But I think the whole the whole thing was really good. But, you know, it's it's one it's one you're going to really have to go back and, and analyze on that one. That's one I think you have to re-listen to. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really good song. Yeah. You know? And then we got the child, you know, his son Exodus, uh, the skit. Yeah. And then the last song before the, because the last track is the prayer. Yeah. The, the letter to my son, uh, call your father. Which um, I thought was good. Yeah, and that I, was I like cool. the Exodus skit too. You know, what I mean, it was really yeah. nice to hear his son. You know, really uh, calling out to him as a kid and all of that. You know, getting happy and excited about seeing him and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the the call your father one that was good too. You know, what I mean, him just pouring his heart out to his son, saying, you know, I know we got our differences, but you know. Let's put that aside and let's do our thing. Let's let's try to have a good relationship. You know, forget all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, I don't know how good that worked out before he passed. I hope they had a chance to really have a better relationship because I know when he was on the Yonla, if you remember, they didn't have a good relationship at all. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, and uh, X was in. He was in a whole different headspace. You know, at that time he went off. You know, uh, and the Yonla, you know, kind of. Um, he talked about it in the Uncensored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that Iyanla actually apologized to him eventually. Because she did kind of go in on him, too. Oh, well, you know how they is. Those people, especially with, you know, Oprah and all them motherfuckers, mm-hmm. they, they, they really try to make us, the black men, look really bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I I got respect X man. Like, look, it's my son. It's my fucking son. Like, da, da, da. you know, I I, right. I respect him, man. Like, dang. So, you know what I'm saying. So X is X man. I'm telling you, man, we gonna miss that dude. He was just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely, was man. Place. He yeah. was, man. So, um, but yeah, I lo- I enjoyed the whole album. It felt like it was like a, a little bit of a journey, you know. Yeah. Like the little skits, like the stick up skit, I really like that. Yeah, definitely gotta listen to it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm gonna grab me a copy. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, so let me give him a clap. A good yeah, clap man. for the. About, okay, there we go. Oh, there we go. Here we go. There we go. Gone but not forgotten, man. Yeah, man. If any of y'all missed it, his very last interview for Uncensored, I just posted it on our Facebook page um, earlier today. So, you know, you can see the whole thing. And that was a really good interview. Um, it's, it's weird, man. It's almost like it's like like they knew. It's almost like they knew, OK, this man ain't going to be here much longer. Let's really get his side of the story. Yeah. It, it was like you can really see another side of X in that, you know? Yeah. So. But yeah, well worth it to me. I think it's a worth it album to get. So I encourage everybody to get it. It's called Exodus and uh, great album. So you said that we're going to switch gears a little bit. So the Roy and Maul, I didn't get a chance to check out the podcast skit, but you said that they actually got a skit. Yeah, they did a little skit called, um, it was something like uh, After Being Fired, you know. And it's a skit about them. Basically, you see them sitting on the couch together trying to figure out what do we do now now that we've been fired we gotta get jobs and um then they're like trying to figure out okay you got a resume nah i ain't got no resume and he's like all right well you know we can kind of make that happen out we'll draw up something and then they go to the office and they interview with a guy and 
Um, I think Rory has more of an official resume, if I remember correctly, but Maul brings out this handwritten stuff. That he's like, uh, dude, I can't use that. Keep that. You might as well keep that. So it's, it's kind of funny, but it's I think they still got to find their niche because they don't have as much of the energy that they would have if Joe was there. Yeah. They're a little too laid back <clears throat> sometimes. So the concept of the video was really funny, but they didn't really play it out as good as it could have been. You know what I mean? It was a little drawn out and a little bit just, I need more energy. I like where you're going, but I need more energy. Yeah. It was really good. And I mean, at the end of the skit, uh, when the guy's questioning him about the the jobs and all, you know, whether you're going to hire him or not. The last thing you hear Maul say before it goes off is um, uh, something about you don't like a, uh, those uh, dad hats or something like that. A Miri hats that Joe be wearing, you know. That was like the last thing you hear him say. Like you know, <laughs> as long as you as long as you don't like that shit, it'll be good. So uh, you know, that was just a little jab at Joe. <clears throat> now Joe Budden did actually have a response to it. He didn't have a big response because he said that his his new team that's with him now kind of told him. Don't don't make a response. Just acknowledge it, but don't don't go in. So he was just like he kind of compared himself to Thanos, if you will. He kept making Thanos comparisons, like yeah, I'm Thanos, and I'm I'm looking down at the world and I'm seeing all these little peasants, people, and shit like that. You know, that's all he would really say. But you could tell he wanted to go in a little harder. But he was like, I'm gonna just leave it alone. But what was funny in Joe's response, the new team members. One of them, I don't know who it was, because I just heard the audio. He was like, honestly, you know, your your approach to this is not really working. Because um, Joe said something to the, to the effect of, um, my goals are bigger than this whole lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. my goals won't even be established until after I'm long gone. And uh, so, you know, like, like make, basically saying... I'm way bigger than y'all because y'all doing this little, you know, uh, yeah, petty shit. Your, yeah, yeah. your goals are like this and mine. Like, yeah. yeah. So the guy was like, yeah, but you can't really get mad at them if their goals are not yours. You know what I mean? Your, not a fact. Yeah. So, no, that's right, so it was kind of funny that the guy was kind of trying to correct him and Joe still wasn't really getting it. Like, no, I didn't say that. I didn't, you know, you know how Joe does. He starts yeah. getting defensive. So um, hold on. So, so Joe, because I haven't really watched any of the shows. So Joe's got other people like they got obviously other people to replace yeah. Marlon Roy. Uh, yeah, I think I think Parks is still there, but there was some other person he kept referring to, and I can't remember the name. But and, um, and again about Parks, Parks, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's it. You know, but yeah, so you, you gonna know, get hurt. He's definitely got a new team, and you know, good for him. You know what I mean? Because I think Joe realizes. He can't really do a good podcast by himself. Nah. It really, I mean, he it really wouldn't work. He brings the energy, but really people don't... Re- 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 honestly, people came to that podcast to see all three of them, really. Right. Because all three of them brought something together. Right. I think everybody on that podcast, they brought, they brought what that energy, what they had to, you know... And I guess they were trying to experiment with it, you know, you know, a couple episodes. You know, they didn't have Roy or they didn't have Maul, but they came in and let him part. 
And then it just kind of like, it was kind of like Voltron. Then it's like, okay, yeah. Joe was the head, but that was it. But then like yeah. Maul was like the other shoulder and then Roy was like the other shoulder. Then it just kind of like, it just kind of moved up like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? From yeah, there. exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have, um, yeah, you gotta have a good team. I mean, for them. So, and how long did they do it before they broke up? It, it was about a couple of years, right? About three, three or four, right? Yeah, I believe. So it they was, had it was it. at least three or more years. Yeah. So yeah, matter of fact, I want to say it might have actually gotten to about five. But, yeah, but either way, saying. you know, what I mean, still over the slaughterhouse, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, I mean. It is what it is, but I think Joe's team was basically trying to tell him, look, you know, if you're if you're so much of a Thanos type person, then be the bigger person and uh, let it go. You know nah, man, I mean? snap them fingers, <laughs> motherfucker. Make me disappear, Joe. Right. And then the dude. Oh shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> then the dude kept saying, you know, he was like, I, you probably you probably didn't watch the um, Avengers full. Uh, saga, Joe, he was like, why? He was like, yeah, because Thanos eventually dies. <laughs> he was like, you, you keep playing Thanos. Either, 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 either way. Either way. Right. <laughs> either way, you lose at some point. So, but, um, but anyway, so, you know, I think it's, I, I'm, I'm going to check out the Rory and Maul podcast because obviously they're doing their thing, but I hope that they really get into their comfort zone and find out what makes them appealing so that they don't just like I said come yeah because we know? I mean that's the thing too I want them to win right yeah I want them to win right so that's that's the only thing you know we yeah. just got to see where they're gonna go with it um hopefully they'll they'll find that 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 what you call it that comfort zone you know what I mean so yeah but anyway um we got a couple more topics to talk about we still got to talk about Kwame Brown and we still also got to talk about China Mac and Charleston White. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? Let's first? go ahead and talk about the Charleston White versus the uh, China, China Mac. Mac. Well, actually, more so the Asian Crips out of L.A. Okay. Um, first of all, let me let me make some some uh, some disclaimers here. I am not a gangster. I'm not Crip. I'm not blood. I'm no GD. I'm none of those things. However, these L.A. Crips. These Asian dudes that are trying to be niggas and call them a man a nigga, they need to shut the fuck up. Period. I saw the video. It's a disgrace. It really is a disgrace. I'm I don't have a problem with Asian people. I wanna get that clear. I'm uh, I think Charleston White kinda went a little too hard. <laughs> Woo! Yo, that motherfucker letting that thing go. <laughs> that motherfucker was going too hard on him. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Asians. I don't dislike. I pretty much, I'm a laid back dude. I get along with everybody. Look, I'm a dude that like, like, like to joke around, goof around, play video games, build shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I mean, you know what I'm saying? We we always, you know, especially black people. We kind of always rep. I mean, fucking Wu Tang, son. We always rep the Asian culture. Yeah. We always had in in in, in certain and in certain incidents. We've always loved, you know, even like with me, like with anime and all those uh, kung fu movies yeah. and things like that. Yeah. We've always respected the Asian community. The fucked up shit, especially with this whole stop Asian hate shit. 
which ain't really us doing that shit. Like they're trying to make black make it like black people doing shit to them. It ain't. Y'all done shit to us though. We come and we come y'all set up in our communities. Y'all have nail salons, all this other stuff, fake you know, the hair and stuff for the women and stuff. You know what I'm saying? The all the nail salons and all that stuff. But y'all disrespect us. Y'all do not you know what I'm saying? Y'all disrespect us. Because let me tell you something. Couldn't do that shit in the white neighborhood. I'm going to tell you that right now. Ain't not going to put up with that shit. Y'all always go to the hood. But then they got that, since y'all got like, you know, a couple of bad, like a, a one bad year. Because, you know, my man talking about the kung. Not that he my man. But he talking about the kung flu. Y'all like, oh, it's Asian hate. Oh, it's Asian hate. Nah, nah, nah. Dead that shit. Dead that shit. Cause y'all, 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 y'all hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? Again, I don't hate Asians. I want to shout out some of that. There's some Asians that actually calling the bullshit out for what it is. I want to salute, salute to y'all. Cause y'all know, you know, y'all standing with us. I try to stand with, you know, I try to stand with black people. You know, we try to be black first. It's, it's really kind of hard and deep, you know, cause the way things are set up, but try to be black first as much as possible. And be in hu humanity. Um, I guess I would say humanity second, I guess. But black first, humanity second. If that, if I could say that. But, you know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't want no problems with nobody. I just want to be able to do what I need to do. And live how I want to live. I feel you, man. Your thoughts. I'm sorry. Because that was a little long. That, no, was, a little long. that was a little long. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I definitely uh, can understand where you're coming from, you know. When it comes to Asians, of course, I have no discriminatory bone in my body on, on anybody, you know. Um, and I do sometimes feel a little funny about other ethnic groups um, that consider themselves minorities like Asians using the N-word loosely. I'm not really a big fan of that. But sometimes I get it because you may have grown up around a lot of black people and that was just a word that y'all let fly a little bit. So for, to some degree, I get it. But I think the older you get, I think that you should probably say, you know what, because of the, you know, the undertones of this word, I don't know if I want to keep using that. But I get it. You know, not, not trying to yeah. say, you know, anything's wrong, but I'm saying. Now, I will say this. I think Charleston White did go too hard. I think he was being very disrespectful of them as well. You know, just as much as he's saying that they're disrespecting us, you know, you can't do all this ching chow and we don't even eat y'all fucking food and we don't like y'all and we don't fuck with y'all. Wait a minute, uh, no, wait a minute. First of all, let me tell you something. Them, them chicken wings bang. Right. I'm sorry, nigga. I'm sorry, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> when he was saying that, oh, we don't even eat y'all food. Yo, like, no, 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 son. I eat all of that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> There's a lady that when she lived in, when she had a shop in Thomasville, not very nice lady, very nice Asian lady. I I don't know if they were Chinese though, but she made man, she made some of the best chicken wings. Yeah, man. So it's one of them things. I, I couldn't ride with him on that. He was like, we don't yeah. even eat uh, soy sauce and this. Nah, and that. he just he nah, was being stupid. Nah, son. Yeah, I was like, nah, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Way they all day. No. I take the wings, the egg rolls, the wings. Yeah, they fool young, nigga. I'm sorry, yo. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, 
Like, I feel it. Nah, some of the shit I was with. But nah, man. Ooh. Yeah, so he was, I think he went uh, a little overboard himself because uh, he was just being real hateful now. Shit, I think no Chinese restaurant tonight. Right. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Now I didn't catch I didn't catch how the whole thing started from the very beginning, but they made it seem like Charleston White said some hateful stuff first. Yeah. Now, and is that how it went down? He said something, and they responded, and that I don't. That honestly, I don't know yeah. what 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 I did see. I saw two. I saw two videos, and basically, it was a response of. It was a response of previous video right so i think that's what, what i, I see i think what i seen i think i seen maybe like a third response from charles uh charleston white yeah and then i seen the other response from the asian crips yeah i still feel i think both are wrong i really what i would like to see is blacks and Asian sitting down and actually getting it hashed out and like okay you have your differences I have my differences at the end of the day let's respect each other and right. you know okay you know if you know what I'm saying I, I, I think that's what we need to do but yeah. that's but going back to the videos that's that's what I saw yeah, Go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. I, no, you're right, but that, that's pretty much what I saw. The first uh, video I saw was China Mac responding to uh, Charleston White. He was China Mac talking to one of his friends. He was like, yeah, he was calling the Asians dogs and saying, you know, he hoped we die and this and that. And I was like, whoa, wow. He, did he?" Re-? So then I went back and I was looking for Charleston White videos and I did see videos where he was doing that, you know what I mean? Saying a whole bunch of really, like, Gutter stuff. I was yeah, like, yo. Cause some stuff, man. Some people, make, and that—that's one thing too. Like I don't want no damn race war and all right, this stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, cause that whole, cause you know, shit like that fuels stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, right. like I said, I don't have no problem with anybody. <clears throat> but you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, it's just it's just crazy out here though. It really it's is, man. It's no, and it's no need for all that. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I think um, Charleston White definitely went a little too far, and I think the Asians, you know, they have to really, you know, filter their shit too, you know what I mean? Because uh, yeah, some people they, ain't going to like it. Just because your people around you like it don't mean everybody's going to like yeah, it. Yeah, they, they kept on... And my thing about <clears> that, <throat> my thing about the Asian trips is, okay, okay, you grew up around black people. All right, you say the N-word, you know. Yeah. Nothing niggin', niggin', the niggin'. And all that shit. But the thing of it is, you guys, y'all can cut y'all's hair and get those locks out. Y'all can remove those tattoos. Y'all can go and get a pretty decent job if you wanted to. Because it's America. But we as black people, we can't do that shit. Right. At all. Like, yeah, we might be able to. Now, I will say this. There are stories of us reforming. And changing and actually doing the service for our communities and and you know get on the get on the straight path and go you know go from the up and up. Yeah. I will say that happens. I'm not I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say that uh, you know what I'm saying that we get we always get stomped down, but it's a lot harder for us. Yeah, it's a lot harder for us. It really is. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, they can, they can, you know, they can do that. And, and then what tripped, what tripped me out, you know what I'm saying? Like, D, they trying to be like that, but the, the, the Asians over there in China, they ain't, they ain't down with that shit. Yeah. They ain't down with that shit. They ain't. Yeah, they not. Well, you know, you can tell that for the fact, but, um. But, you know, I mean, it is It's one of them things, you know. It's it's just you got to really um, be careful about what you say. That's for everybody, you yeah. know, whether it's on this side or that side. Good. Just be careful what you say because, you know, somebody going to come knocking on somebody's door eventually. You know what I mean? And then in the words of Paul Moody, the late Paul Moody, everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. <laughs> and that's what they do on their nigga. You know? Too many niggas. Paul Mooney's that dude, yeah. man. That dude. <laughs> he always been. No filter. Yeah, man. So, so uh, yeah. yeah. But if y'all haven't seen any of those videos, you know, all you got to do is go to YouTube and put in uh, um, China Mac versus uh, Charleston White. And you'll see a whole bunch of them out there. But anyway, uh, I guess we should talk about Kwame Brown before we uh, close out the show. Yeah, yeah the mama's cooking, boy. <laughs> mama's mama's cooking. cooking. So, you know, he, uh... Yeah, it was good. I wish we had, like, a like a sound effect right. of the cooking. Right. We ain't got no cooking, so, yeah, the mama's cooking. But for the last week or two, you know, uh, Kwame Brown's been going in on, you know, a lot of different people, and uh, Stephen A. Jackson, I mean, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen Jackson, you know, a whole bunch of different people. Who have basically disrespected him over the years? Charlemagne. Um, who else was it? Boyce Watkins. Boyce Watkins. Yep. Yep. So you know he's just been kind of you know he got to that point where he kind of snapped a little bit. Like I'm, I'm sick of y'all, you know, disrespecting me, and he kind of put everybody in their place. So Charlemagne did apologize, um, which I thought was um, it was noble of him, but I don't think uh, it was enough for Kwame to let it go. You know what I mean? So he's like, you know, you're not just going to apologize and we're going to walk away from it now. You know, and I mean, that that's, that's true. Sometimes it's not that easy to just get apology and, okay, everything is good. You know what yeah. I mean? Because when you put somebody's private business out there, yeah, you know, you kind of, that cuts a little bit deep sometimes. You know what I mean? So just remember when uh, Wendy Williams did that to Method Man and, and uh, no. he slammed her all over social media, so... You know, it ain't, you know, you can't really apologize for that. I think she did eventually try to apologize, but it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I applaud him for trying to apologize, but, yeah, it's a little, one of those too little too late, you know? Yeah, man. Kwame Brown has been on a motherfucking roll, son. Yes, been sir. on a roll. On a roll. I, I love the fact that. You know, he, he, him and Joe Brown got together. The Honorable Judge Joe Brown. Yeah. Right? Let me, let me give proper titles. Yeah. So I'm glad that they, cause that's one thing that they don't want. They don't want to see you young. Not that he's, not that, well, he is young. He is around my age. But they don't want to see black men under the, the print, the stewardship of older black men. That's why they, they, that's why they try to silence Joe Brown. And he been yeah. tell, he been talking about that. So they 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 definitely don't want that. So them linking up might fuck some shit. Right, up. right. So yeah. And let me say this about Stephen A. Smith with his bust ass. First of all, it's really 
I didn't know this to today. I want to shout out Pro Sports Basketball. Uh, go and check them out. Um, but I found so from their research, found out that he was actually a new uh, Winston Salem State Ram. Mm. Did not know that. Okay. Um, okay. Which that's that you know they the rivals of our school that yeah. I go to. I'm, but anyway, so he was a new. He was a Winston Salem State Ram. He played under the the um, coach and. Damn, I forgot his name. Um, I know they call him Big House. Oh, Hold okay. on, let me, let me, let me. I'm, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Let's see. Coach. But yeah, this whole Kwame Brown thing, man. He just been going in, man. Y'all gotta go check out some of his videos because he pretty much just goes live and goes in like almost every day. It's like a new video out every day, or at least every two days, and. You know, he, he's been going in and, and letting people know how he feel. And Clarence Gaines. I'm sorry. I oh, know you're good. Yeah, Clarence Gaines. Clarence Edward Gaines. Big house. Big house. Yeah, because I remember the name. I'm like, yeah, I remember that guy. But what happened was they were, and go ahead, continue, because I, I didn't mean no, to. No, I was just kind of talking while you were researching, yeah. but you go ahead. So, basically what he, what he, what Stephen did, he was trying to get, to shine over there at Worcester Salem State. Okay. He was okay. trying to inspire himself to be a uh to be in the NBA. Well, fact of it is, Stephen A. Smith didn't really put up a lot of points and he had a bum leg. Mm. Okay, okay. He didn't put up a lot Skip Bayless, same Damn. thing. He he didn't put up a whole lot of points. I don't know if he had I don't know. I can't remember if they said he had injured or not. I think he might have had. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, it's like how these guys, they bums, they worse bums than Kwame Brown. Because at least Kwame went into the NBA. And right. I think what it is, that since he went to the NBA straight from high school, yeah, they're, they <laughs> are mad, and particularly Stephen A. Smith, He's mad because, oh, well, he skips the college progress. That's what the process, that's why he's going around these uh, colleges and saying, oh, he's a bust, he's right, a bum. Right, Even after he retired, like, damn, I mean, it's one thing if he's in the game and all that stuff and you're saying, saying his shit then, but the man's gone. Man, right. been gone. At, right. Been out of it for about a couple years now, right. about ten or so years. And that was his whole thing. Why are you still talking? Why are you about still it? talking about? You know, I've been. I'm not even in the game. Not even in it. You know, that's say that's how he kind of went off on them. Like that's how much of a low life you are because you're talking about somebody who ain't even a factor anymore. Oh, and that's another thing. Did you see the? Did you see uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, do the? The highlight reel of Kwame Brown. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh man, it was like, yeah. Let me tell you something. Like. This is why he a bum. He can't dribble. He can't do this. See, I got 15 minutes of these reels. Like, I mean, I'm like, dude, wow. really? This is not even what he was talking wow. about. He didn't care about him being a bus. If he was a bus, he'll own that. Right. But what he was saying is, why y'all continue saying that I'm a bus and I'm right. gone? Right. And you pretty much, they basically, he pretty much made himself look bad. And then he got another response that he's going to come out. But, man, look, I'm telling you, man, nails in the coffin, man. Shit about that. Shit about to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Man, I mean, I'm I'm really excited. I, I'm 
I'm finally glad that these motherfuckers got it coming to them in a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I don't know. They might fucking around, weasel their way out of some shit. But yeah. At the same time, I'm still glad that they getting it. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Kwame Brown. Um, yeah, he doing his thing, man. Uh, y'all, matter of fact, y'all go check out uh, Howie's segment on this. Uh, he did a Lost in Thought where he talked a lot about it, you know, to try to get some uh, opinions and stuff. So uh, it's very interesting, man, how, how it's going down. So I'm sure we've only seen the, the surface of it, you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, and the thing of it is, man, like, and going back, let me trip back pedal to uh, the boys walking thing. Uh-huh. And... It's really <clears throat> sad. I still, I still kind of respect uh, Doctor Boyce Watkins, mm-hmm. but when Kwame Brown kind of broke down what he actually did, I kind of see why people ain't really fucking with him like that. Because I think, from for whatever reason, Boyce Watkins is kind of like an indirect gatekeeper. Because if yeah. you listen to him going live. He actually says that Charlemagne is his friend, which is fine. And he's like, hey, you know, I understand people might not like him for different reasons. I respect that. You know, he said, hey, because of him, we got Dr. Claude Anderson on The Breakfast Club. You know, they actually had other people on The Breakfast Club, like, you know, Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, I will give The Breakfast Club some credit because they do try to have different people on there and have mm-hmm. different and actually have like a, you know different conversations outside of um you know just like oh vote democrat which they do that shit a lot mm-hmm. but i will say even down with you know russ limbar resting piss you know what i'm saying <laughs> even down with him they at least got which i was fucked up but I'm glad that they did it in a way because that way you kind of got to see, you know, what the other side really thinks about you. Yeah. So, I mean, but with that being said, these platforms are the main reason why mm-hmm. people like Kwame Brown and other mother's sons don't yeah. get no word because they, yeah. they the fucking gatekeepers. Yeah. And that's what they was, and that's what Kwame's uh, whole thing about. It was it wasn't about me, and the fact that you know you had other people like if he, LeBron James, he I think, and even like Kobe, they was one of the ones, one of the first people that got out of high school straight to the end. They didn't go to a college, so what they were trying, like I said, what he was trying to do was stop people getting. Of coming from high school and directly to the NBA, yeah. And the thing of it is, you know, if he, you know, that's the thing that that's the thing that he was really just talking about. So yeah, it's but you know, I, I definitely support Kwame Brown. Uh, you know, his everything he's doing because I know you know is well deserved. And um, did you see the uh, when Godfrey did uh, Kwame Brown? Yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> Bitch ass niggas, let me tell you something, motherfucker. Yeah. Beckham with the good head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny, man. Yo, like, cool, yo, he had a little little bust right. on his joint. <laughs> I like this thing. Uh, yo, yo, God, God be cheering me up, fool. Oh man. So yeah, man. I, I, I'm sure we're gonna keep hearing from Kwame. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I mean, like you said, people just keep trying to come at him. You know what I mean? And it's just like y'all ain't got nothing better to do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if that's what I'm saying, if the dude was a bust, 
And if he was, you know, saying if he was so much of a bust, why are y'all making a big deal about it? Right. Just leave him alone. Exactly. Just leave him alone. And then I heard something from another podcast. Let me. I forgot who said it, but I, I agree with this man. He said, "Look, if this man's a millionaire and he cutting his own land, and he's working on his own tractor and his hands are dirty, you better leave that man alone." Yeah. He better leave that man alone. That was one of the first things he said in his first video. He's like, look at my hands. They're already dirty. Man. Yeah, they're already dirty. I'm working out here. Right. I'm working. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? I'm seasoning out here when mama's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I need that. Yo, I see this t I'm going to get that, yo. Yeah, I got to get that. Yeah, I got to get that. I got it. Nah, he got some posted. He got a t shirt. Does already he, posted. Does he actually have one? He need, to get, he need to get. Uh, he need to get a couple of t-shirts, man. Like he need to get hit like the one I I uh, like get his jersey. Yeah. And then on the back of it, hashtag Mama's cooking. And then they need to get uh, you know, he always says this too, like the go along get along game. Yeah. He need a shirt that says go along get along game. Mm-hmm. Yo, cause that 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 man, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I would, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> We just throwing these out there, you know, out there, Kwame. We don't even want, I mean, well, if you give us money, it'd be great. But we don't want no money. <laughs> we don't want it. We, we want that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I didn't really have much else to say about the Kwame Brown situation. I mean, you're welcome to say anything else, but just wanted to throw that out there because, you know, the saga continues with yeah, that situation. Yeah, man. There's probably going to be some more stuff today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and the fact, that, the fact that my man keep putting out content right. and the fact that he, you know, from, let's see, he, he said from really from literally from like four, like a couple of weeks. Yeah. He went from like maybe 10,000 subscribers to like a hundred and some like mm-hmm. in, in weeks. So he doing yeah. his he doing his thing, man. Yes, Shout sir. out to him, man. Yeah, man, good for him. Shout out you know, to him. Uh, people like him, you know, they try to throw to the side, like you know. Oh no, nah, man, man, letting that thing go. Yeah, and man. then he and he ain't running out. I'm giving him some of mama's cooking. Mama's cooking, <laughs> boy, with the yeah, seasoning. So, uh, but again, y'all, you know, for anybody who's still checking us out, we appreciate you. Uh, don't forget, hit all the buttons. Yeah, right. Like, share, subscribe. Yep. Like, yep. share, subscribe. Yep. Let me give like, one more time. share, subscribe. All right. All of them. All of them. You yeah. know, share this out with anybody you know who loves hip hop and just likes good conversation. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think as well. Leave some comments. We're going to have some more interviews. You know, we got, yep, yep. we're going to try to support those local artists. Um, don't forget, check out the new joint by Jerm Hatcher. Yep, you know, yep, I posted yep. something. Uh, the other day, and I know T. Lynn is always posting, so yeah. that's his manager. Oh, I forgot too. Uh, the new FOI Face of Icon, Face of um, Icon, yeah, magazine, magazine of hers. Yeah, check that out, June fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, she's doing her thing with that. Um, that's the same magazine that we were featured in yep. uh, back in March. You got to um, see us, so ugly guys. <laughs> we got the, we got a little feature in there. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> So, you know, we did our thing, you know. We yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. it. And I'm sure we're going to be doing a little more work with T-Lynn in the future. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll probably, be, you know, try to get in there again uh, to keep spreading the word. But, yeah, and, and I'm sure she's going to be introducing us to some more local artists as well because she's doing her thing. Yeah. So, shout out to T-Lynn. Shout out to Jerm Hatcher. Shout out to shout Supreme out to Ra. Supreme Ra. You know, Black Lord Rebel Music. Yep, you yep, know yep. I mean? He's one of the co-owners of that. So uh, that's a dope movement right there. We'll we'll get some more of them on the show, 
Um, I got to reach out to my man, uh, Doe, and see when we can get him on. And any of the other ones, Abdul, Wakil, all of them, man. So we'll do that. But, yeah, um, did you want to throw out anything else before we uh, shut it down? Uh, that's about it. Other than, uh, yo, remember to check us out on Spot, uh, Anchor and Spotify. Yep. We'll have, I'm going to have it up. I probably should have it up after the show because I got my little kid over here. But just remember, you know, if I don't have it then, remember, nine-ish. Nine-ish. So that means like 12 o'clock black people. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, about, that's about what time I was getting them on YouTube. Yeah. No, nigga, so, you know, you nigga know time. look out for the remix version of this on YouTube, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit later on tonight. Um, and then we'll go from there. So this has been episode 166. 166. Get your kicks. <laughs> yep. We're going we're gonna to shut it down for Boots is on the ground. So yeah, 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 this boots. is your man, Kurt. And this is Howard. And we'll see you all on the next one, all right? Peace. Peace.